Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching, mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 8th. And Stephanie, uh, two and a half weeks until Christmas. Are you ready? (laughs) Are you ready or not? No. I I don't think I'm going to get ready. Really? I mean, I decorated. I haven't bought one gift yet. Well, what about church? We got a lot of stuff happening Christmas weekend. Are you ready? I mean, I feel good about church. And you were doing a little uh, video project. Yep. I was downtown Friday night. During the Christmas parade on Friday night. Before the Christmas parade. Yeah. And got some good footage of some carriage rides and some stuff going down down at the Fisher. Well, I love it. It's such a fun time of the year Mm -hmm. in so many different ways. Are you ready? um, Well, I don't have to do much. I've got a great wife that does most of the shopping. Yeah. I mean, full disclosure, we, we don't do presents for right. each other anymore. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah. but um, So I buy two presents, one for my son, uh-huh. one for my daughter, uh-huh. one for my son-in-law. I guess that's three. Okay. And two of the three have been purchased. Good for Thanks you. to the blessing of online shopping. Yes, so it's probably you. not good for local retailers, but um, <laughs> blessed to be able to pull that off. And uh, yeah, so, but I just, I love this time of the year in so many different ways. And I think my favorite part is what happens on Sunday. I love the Sundays of Advent. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I guess I need to apologize because I made a statement at the end of my sermon on Sunday that the most popular Christmas hymn uh, according to a recent poll, is Joy to the World. Right. And that was based on data from last year. Okay. And then I found this article on Tuesday of this week. Uh, this is the top 10 Christmas hymns played in church. And this is from the Catholic News Service. Okay. Yes. Joy to the World wasn't even in the top 10. So what? But up? they did say that last year it was number one. So I'm going to go through these, and I want you to tell me what you think. Number one, they say, is Oh Holy Night. I think that's a good one. It is a good, a good one. It's got a great story behind it. I'll save that for later. Okay. Number two, O Come All Ye Faithful. Number mm-hmm. three, Silent Night. Number four, The First Noel. Uh, number five, I guess, is Joy to the World. So I guess it it, it slipped down the list. Number okay. six is Angels We've Heard on High. Seven, they claim, is Glorious Day. You mean... Now, the Passion Song. I don't think, I don't think of think that as a Christmas I, I song. Okay. Eight is The Goodness of God. Another song I love, but I don't consider a Christmas right. song. Nine is Go Tell It on the Mountain. I think and number, that's an interesting choice to make the top ten. Yeah, and then number ten is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just wanted to say I didn't lie to you, Second Church people. It just uh, new information is out. Maybe it's just different polls. Maybe, different maybe. But, know. Um, you know, O Holy Night is a neat, neat song in that it's the song that almost didn't happen. It was written in France, hmm. and because of who wrote the words and who wrote the music, many of the churches banned it. Really? And an American was visiting France and learned about it and brought it back to America, and it's actually the first song that ever made its way to radio, huh. believe it or not. Really? Now, I'm not going to say any more because I'm using that as part of an illustration in one of the Sunday sermons coming up. All right. But um, <laughs> I share that because we have a cool event happening on Tuesday. We do a Bible study mm-hmm. every Tuesday morning, the Oasis Bible study, 10 a.m. And, you know, we have 
what, 60? I mean, you're in mm-hmm, there sometimes mm-hmm, where a lot of people mm-hmm, come out. Mm-hmm. And every year, our last gathering before Christmas, we do the Oasis Christmas Bash. Mm-hmm. And it's a Christmas hymn sing and a Christmas <laughs> quiz and so much is happening. And you're helping lead the charge this year. Right, with some Tuesday, Christmas carols. Tuesday, December 13th. Yeah. 10 a.m., and we would love for people to come on out. And uh, we, we were working on the list. It's going to be quite a list, I think. I think so. I think it's going to be a good time. So come on out. Hey, do you know what yesterday was? Wednesday. December 7. <laughs> oh, 19th. December 7. Yes. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Yes, yes, That's yes, right. Yes, uh, yes, it yes. was Wednesday. Very good on that. <laughs> I'm like, did I but miss something? It yeah, was Pearl the Harbor, 81st yeah. anniversary yeah. of Pearl mm-hmm. Harbor. And have you for, been there? Um, I have not. I'd like to go. Have you? No. Okay. I would love to go to Hawaii sometime. Mm-hmm. I've um, been to Hawaii, but I've never been there. It's so. not on my bucket list. You no. know, if you were to give mm-hmm. me, you know, my yeah. top 10 bucket list, Hawaii would not be on that list, but I would love to go and see Pearl Harbor. But Everyone who comes away from that. Here's the thing that's touching. interesting. Um, you go back to world history during that time. Hitler, the Nazis, the Japanese, the evil mm-hmm. Japanese empire of mm-hmm. the day, right. you know, they, they are set on world domination. Mm-hmm. And the United States had decided to take a non-intervention mindset. So England was asking mm-hmm. us to jump in. Right. Others were asking us to jump in. And we said, no, we're not getting involved in another world war. Mm-hmm. Well, that all changed mm-hmm. when the Japanese bombed on December 7, 1941. Right. I heard an interesting theory being floated that that actually proved to be a fatal mistake by the axis of evil. Because if that would not have happened, if they would have just kind of kept the United States at bay mm-hmm. and the U.S. never jumps into the conflict, it could be that by the time, Germany and Japan and Italy, this axis of evil continued to expand. They might have been greater Hmm. than, Hmm. you know, one nation Mm -hmm. stepping in Mm -hmm. could have defeated. So Hmm. I I just found it interesting that um, maybe they got ahead of themselves. And I'm thankful, you know, at the end of the day that the United States did jump in and the greatest generation, you know, saw that these evil, evil empires were no more. And, you know, when I think of the Nazi regime, the word that comes to mind is evil. Mm Mm-hmm. When I think of Adolf Hitler, mm-hmm. um, there's nothing good that I can come up with. Right. But our guy. <laughs> well, he's not. Is he well, your guy? He was he's not our, my guy. He was our guy two and a half years ago. He was? You know, we to- well, we just gave the, the regular Kanye West for president updates. Right. And I, I thought at the time it was harmless. I thought at the time it was lighthearted. But um, – he has lost his mind. I think I would so. say so. <laughs> he was recently interviewed by uh, another guy that I just think is way out there, Alex mm-hmm. Jones of Infowars, mm-hmm. and they were talking about Hitler. And uh, Alex Jones, here's what he says: He says, "I don't like Hitler." Um, and he says to to Kanye, "I know that you're trying to be shocking by say that by saying that you like Hitler." Here's what Kanye West says: He goes, "I'm not trying to be shocking." I like Hitler. I do not like the Holocaust, but it's not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. I think anyone who claims that the Holocaust did not happen, I I don't understand how you can pick that. Right, right, right. It did happen? Right, right. Well, and it's one of the darkest of all dark days in the history of humanity. 
And so I, I probably shouldn't have even brought this up, but I just, for people that have listened to Direct Line for quite some time, I wanted to share this article and these remarks by Kanye West and forever distance myself and d- distance <laughs> yeah, this show. Don't call him our guy. He's yeah. not my guy. Well, you know, I don't know if you remember this or not, but in 2019, he released a gospel album. Yeah. And he released that song, Jesus is King. Yeah. And it was getting, I mean, oh, huge yeah. play. It, that YouTube it's a good song. video that people on the plane yeah. were singing it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, our Easter theme for 2020, which never happened because right. of uh, COVID right. and all of that, was Jesus is King. Right. And so um, there are some people that are saying there's mental illness and that, you know, he's manic right now. Right. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if that's the case or not, but I'm saying there's no defense for comments like what this. What about Elon Musk banning him well, from Twitter? You know, I understand the decision to say I'm going to ban him from Twitter, but you and I were talking off air. I think one of the brilliant aspects of the United States of America is that we have the freedom of yes. speech. Um, I abhor flag burning. I think it's an abomination, right. but I think we are a strong enough country. We are a free enough country that when someone expresses that, I, I actually, I don't like it mm-hmm. and I will condemn it, mm-hmm. but I think they have that right to do mm-hmm. that. Uh, go to Russia and try to burn the flag in Russia. Right. Go to China and try to share the equivalent of what Kanye West is sharing mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll silence you in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I I'm don't just get a little that. concerned about Elon Musk. I mean, we didn't want, well, personally, I I didn't like it when Trump was banned from right. Twitter. I, didn't, right. I don't think anybody should be. Right. And now he's, I, I don't think Kanye should be banned either, although I totally disagree with him. Right, right, right. I don't know. When no. should someone be Well, I silenced? told you off air, I think when violence is being threatened, you know, when someone's going to Twitter and says, you know, go to the AMC movie theater right. and shoot it up. I mean, right. that that is not protected free speech. But I think what had happened with Twitter for such a long time is if you didn't fit a certain mm-hmm. um, ideology, if right. you didn't fit a certain perspective, uh, you had political leaders were finding out that were going right. and saying, I want this person banned. Right. I want that person banned. You had satire accounts like the Babylon Bee. Right. Um, satire is humor. Right. You know, it, it's really not meant to be taken seriously. Right. They were banned for like eight months. So I, I think that that is never good. Right. Um, so I, I always lean toward free speech. But I got to tell you, I, I've got to distance myself from anything related to Kanye mm-hmm. West. It's just very, very sad, mm-hmm. very, very Anti-Semitic. heartbreaking to see that it happens. And I, I'm like you, anyone that has drawn the conclusion, yeah, the Holocaust was fabricated. Um, th- what, what that means is that people that risk their lives in the United States military mm-hmm. that share accounts of liberating these right. concentration camps. That means they were in on the lie. Right. I mean, you start following the, yeah. the the rabbit trail that you have to get to to deny the Holocaust. And I just I, I don't get why anyone would want to travel down that road. So um, this has turned into a very joyful, exciting <laughs> segment, hasn't it? Let's go to break. <laughs> And when we come back, we're going to have some happier news. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 8th. Greg and Steph will be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. IPC. 
Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 8. It's Greg and Steph. And hey, let's turn a little happier. Let's do it. A little it. more joyful. Okay. Um, so one of the things that we have challenged the people in Maine Auditorium at Second Church to consider doing is to read through the Gospel of Matthew. Right. And from the challenge date, there were 28 days mm-hmm. between that and Christmas morning. Right. And I'm doing that. Okay. And I was reading through Matthew 11 this morning on my walk mm-hmm. with my puppy mm-hmm. that was just pulling my arm. I mean, I thought I was... Are you, do you have your Bible out on one uh, hand? I don't have my Bible out, but, but I listen to you version. You version, okay. I love you version. Yeah. I don't know if you're a you version person not big, or not, but not I can fan. listen to it, and mm-hmm. I can listen to it in a variety of translations. Now oh, I'm an okay. NIV guy, okay. but as I was listening to the end of Matthew 11, I thought this is a scripture we need to be reminded of, especially this time of the year. There's a lot of people that when Advent arrives and we're moving toward Christmas, it's the first Christmas since, and they're mm-hmm. discouraged, they're disappointed. Mm-hmm. They're heartbroken. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that are just overwhelmed with life. I mean, there's so many additional things that are happening. Uh, There's a lot of people in this economy that are probably wondering, how am I going to make this happen with Christmas? And these words from Jesus, I hope, will be encouraging to you if that's where you're at. Here's what Jesus says, Matthew 11, beginning with verse 28. He says, I want you to come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, Mm -hmm. and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest Hmm. for your souls for my yoke is easy my burden is light Hmm. i just thought that that is a good word that we don't typically think of an advent scripture Mm -hmm. we think of you know the prophecies and isaiah jeremiah micah Mm -hmm. we think of matthew 1 and 2 and luke 1 and 2 but it's a reminder that when we have this relationship with jesus we Mm -hmm. talk all all Mm -hmm. the time about the power of a personal relationship with jesus we can find mm. rest for our soul. That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, well, it's important, I think, 
and it may be you're listening today and you're not even a Christian, you know, mm -hmm. or maybe you used to go to church years ago and you're saying, you know, that whole rest for your soul thing sounds good. Can I encourage you to get to a church mm -hmm. this Sunday? Can I encourage you to reach out to Stephanie or to myself? Mm -hmm. We would love to have opportunities to connect with you. I, I love what's happening Christmas weekend at Second Church. Mm -hmm. Talk about the worship opportunities uh, Christmas weekend. On Christmas Eve, Saturday, 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock, there are... Uh, two services in each venue, so four yeah. services to choose from yeah. um, at second on Christmas Eve. And then Sunday morning, uh, we're all combining for two services. Right. Nine, no 8 o'clock. Correct. No 8 yeah. o'clock. 9.20 yeah. and 10.45, kind of short and yes. sweet. And, yes. Basic. Real, real basic, but just a time to be together in church celebrating the birth of Jesus. Now, Christmas Eve, I know you're going all out. It's going to be a really cool uh, gathering, really cool worship so. gathering. <laughs> Sunday morning is going to be very basic, mm -hmm. and I've got a title. Do you remember the books like <laughs> Woodworking for Dummies? Yes. You know, um, Artwork yeah. for Dummies. Uh -huh. Well, there's a book called Christmas for Dummies. All right. And, and I, I got that book, and I've kind of got it stuck in my mind, but I'm second guessing. Are you calling guessing. us dummies? Well, that's what I wanted to say. Is that the wrong title for a Christmas morning message, Christmas for Dummies. Well, I hope that people don't get offended. Yeah, well, that's You're what not I know. calling us dummies, but yeah. sometimes we need yeah. a simplified, well, that's, dumbed that's what it down is. version, because by yeah. Christmas Day, we're, we're overwhelmed. We're tired. Yeah. Although I've been trying. Yes. I said I do not want to run myself ragged, yeah. and so I'm not. Yeah. I'm saying no to some things. So what's the secret week. to your success? Is it saying no? Well, planning ahead, okay. and then saying no. Okay. Okay. And, and just if I if I can't do it, I'm going to say I can't do yep. this. Okay. Well, that's so. good. Good advice. Hey, two things, and we're going to go to break, and we've got some friends from the Hope Center yeah. that are going to be with yeah. us today, Nathan Lindstra and Morgan Milliken. Matt Chandler mm -hmm. is one of my favorite preachers yes. to listen yes. to. He's with the Village Church in yeah. Texas, mm -hmm. and I guess you'd say scandal. I don't know. Maybe that's too strong of a term, but an incident arose right. Right. in the summer where it became uh, a way, it, it was revealed that he had been in, I well, guess he maybe, revealed it uh, yeah, himself. But I think but, because he'd been pushed, I think yeah. someone had really pushed him, but he'd been in a texting or a messaging relationship mm -hmm. with a female that was not his wife, even mm -hmm. though his wife was in the loop mm -hmm. and someone came out and said, this is just not appropriate. Mm -hmm. This is not right. Mm -hmm. And he did reveal it, mm -hmm. and the village church suspended him mm -hmm. indefinitely. Mm -hmm. And then Acts 29, the church planning organization, also suspended right. him indefinitely. And there was all kinds of speculation. You and I had debated, was the the uh, the punishment equal to the crime, so to speak, in mm -hmm. a lot of ways? Mm -hmm. And I don't know that we really uh, reached a consensus necessarily, but Matt Chandler returned to the pulpit right. on Sunday mm -hmm. after a three-month absence. He received a standing ovation. Mm -hmm. Now, what's happening is that this in itself has become a real dividing uh, situation within the Christian world. You've got a lot of people saying this is exactly what restoration should look like, mm -hmm. where there was transparency and there was confession and there was punishment. And then we don't know what happened over those three months, but we're assuming there were conversations that took place mm -hmm. and hopefully healing took place. And now he's been restored. There's others that are coming out and they're saying this is exactly what's wrong with the evangelical church. Oh, he should have been Let's kicked have to the curb forever. Arguments. Well, here's the thing I want to say about that is never forget Christianity. It's all about grace.
And, you know, this was not an affair. Right. This was not, I, I would not deem this moral failure by anything that right. I've looked at per se. And I think it could be a model mm-hmm. when problems arise, here's how you deal with it in right. a healthy kingdom kind of way, and you're restored to ministry. I mean, this is a guy that's gifted. This is a guy that, that God has equipped mm-hmm. to be able to make a difference. Is so what do you di- think? Is it divisive within their own church, or is it just divisive in the Christian world? Well, I, I would say the fact you got a standing ovation right. says there's a lot of people that are at the church that are saying this is the right move. Yeah. Um, I, think, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, don't know. I think their leadership involves many elders. Right. Right. It's not just a couple of men that decided this. I think right. they have a lot of men. There's right. wisdom in numbers right. and, and right. counsel. Right. I think it's a wonderful thing. Right. Um, right. I think it gives hope for people who who mess up yep. to say, oh, there's a church that's going to, re- you know, they believe in restoration, not yep. in just the punishment part, but in full restoration. So I and, think it's good. And I know of two instances with ministers that I'm in relationship with, mm-hmm. and I mean, not best friends, but I, mm-hmm. I know them well, mm-hmm. and they were embroiled in behavior that was inappropriate mm-hmm. and no one prompted them. They stepped forward. They came to their leadership mm-hmm. and they said, I confess, mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just summarily fired, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not a uh, extramarital affair, not anything along those lines, but, but sin, you know, and I think that we have to be really careful when we take stances like that, because we are in the sin business, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I Every mean, one Christ of us was born to save. Right. And when we take that stand, and I, let me say this, there, there are sometimes that that is absolutely mm-hmm. The, the thing that needs it's to the happen. healthiest, the, the healthiest thing I have been on record with many of you saying, you know, if I personally ever crossed certain bridges, mm-hmm. I, I disqualify myself. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm, that's it. That's mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I think that when we take such a hard line, stand, what would have happened in a case like this, an inappropriate texting relationship, if they would have kicked them to the curb and said, you're done forever. I don't know that that is what I see with Jesus, I right. guess. Right. So anyway, right. um, let's do this. I got one more story. I'm going to save it for our final segment, or okay. I may save it for next week. Let's go to break. And when we come back, we're going to be blessed to have Nathan Lindstra and Morgan Million with us from the Hope Center. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 8th. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermillion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service, 
at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg on this Thursday, December the 8th. It's a gray, kind of dreary day, but it's bright in the studio this morning with oh, Garrett. Oh, good Yeah. I like that. I can segue. Yes, very good. And <laughs> we're here with Nathan Lindstra and Morgan Milliken from the Hope Center here in Danville. Welcome to the studio, guys. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. We're glad you're here. Is it a busy time for you or are things kind of winding down? No. Between Thanksgiving <laughs> and Christmas is the busiest time of the year. We'll talk about it. What's going on? Um, well, we have Christmas parties yeah. for all of our programs, for all of our activities with our kids, and we're doing a family Christmas party this Saturday oh, that wow. we've got to get a lot ready for, and we're in the Night of Lights Parade last Friday, so yeah. just a lot of stuff happening between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And is, is it, I mean, I'm assuming you're doing it because it's profitable. What I mean, what do you gain from that? Is it exposure in the community? Is it relationships that you're building between, you know, with the, the kids and their families? What 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 do you gain from being so busy this time of year? Oh, well, one, <laughs> we want to have fun and celebrate Christmas right. with our kids and our families. Right. But also, yes, to build relationships mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with our kids and remind them of the reason for the season. I know mm-hmm. it's a cliche, but we it's want truth, right? we like want to remind yeah. them of Jesus and his birth and right. what his coming means for us. Right, right. Well, I know that there's people listening right now that are very familiar with the work of the Hope Center, but I know there's people that we say Hope Center, they have no idea right. what that is. Right. What is the Hope Center? So we're located in Fair Oaks on the east side of Danville. So we're in public housing, and we have a really good partnership with the Vermilion Housing Authority. Mm-hmm. They've given us space to utilize. So That's we have awesome. After-school programs during the school year, summer day camp. We've done vacation Bible school mm-hmm. and taking kids to camp in the summer. And we have a year-round uh, ministry and program with, with kids, youth, and families yeah. in that part of our community. How long has Hope Center been making a difference in Fair Oaks? So it started as an outreach out of Connection Church in 2007. Uh-huh. Okay. In 2017, where we're given our, our own space to utilize. Mm. And yeah, Hope Center officially okay. came into existence at that point. But we had okay. a ministry started wow. in 2007 that morphed into Hope Center. And I know the last time you were with us, Nathan, you shared your story of getting to Danville and being immersed in the community and Connection Church and then making this shift. But there's people listening today that don't know that story. I love that story. Tell your story. All right. Briefly. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we sure. got till nine o'clock, man. Whatever it takes. No, I'll, I'll be brief. So I'm not from Danville, from Galena, Illinois, right. in Northwest mm-hmm. Illinois. My yeah. wife's not from Danville either, so we're both transplants to the area. So I moved here in 2002 and got a job at Danville High School teaching high school chemistry right. at the mm-hmm. time and um, felt God calling me to ministry, specifically cross-cultural ministry. And I served on a Native American reservation in North Dakota for a couple of years wow. and then moved back to Danville to help start Connection Church. and. Yeah. Really felt God calling me into cross-cultural ministry, which is how things started in, in Fair Oaks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. s- stuck uh, 
in Fair Oaks ever since. Yeah. So when did you end up saying, I'm all in on Hope Center? When you moved back, were you still teaching or not? No? Uh, no. When I moved Dakota. back, okay. I started uh, going to seminary okay. at that time. That was 2006. Okay. So I started at Urbana Theological Seminary yeah. working on an MDiv. Gotcha. There, while being involved at Connection Church in yeah. various capacities over gotcha. the years and became full-time there in 2010. Gotcha. And, um, Fair yeah. Oaks ministry was kind of on the side. Gotcha. <laughs> at okay. the time in a real part-time yeah. capacity, but I really felt that's where God was calling me into was cross-cultural ministry okay. in that type of context. Mm -hmm. Man, that's great. And you also have in studio with you one of my favorite people, Morgan <laughs> Milliken. Morgan, the last time you were with us on Direct Line, I think you were either getting ready to go to New York City or home from uh, for a break. I can't remember when it was, but you're in New York City no more. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it was right before. Right before? It was right before. Because mm -hmm. I think I was on vacation, actually. I think I was out in New England, stranded. I think my ah, car had broken be. down, right. and I was w literally right. walking the streets <laughs> of rural Maine, listening to Morgan's uh, interview, I believe. And I think you left right after that for I your did. time in New York City. So wh what are you, why are you here this morning? What, what are you doing with the Hope Center? Yeah, so I got involved with the Hope Center in fall of 2020. Okay. So we were just coming out of the pandemic lockdowns, and I was trying to find a place to get plugged in. And this opportunity in New York, it was an AmeriCorps program called City Year. Yeah. And so I was working in a middle school in the South Bronx. And that was kind of on my radar at that point. Yeah. And I just happened to land at Connection on yeah. a random Sunday. Yeah. Nathan happened to be preaching. And I kept hearing him talk about the Hope Center. Yeah. And so I looked into it a little bit more and I was like, this would be a great way. You know, it's yeah. an opportunity for me to serve now, which I was looking for, and then kind of get my feet wet yeah. with just youth ministry Very and all of that. Cool. And so I volunteered the 2020-2021 school year, which okay. was pandemic year. Yes. And Fun so times. It was, <laughs> it, yeah. it was a little different. It was a little different than what we right. have now, for sure. Yeah. But I was there once a week. Okay. And at the same time, I was finishing my BS in business online. Okay. And so as the year was winding down, I knew the last thing I had to do for my program was an internship. Okay. And so I put this proposal together, and I went to Nathan and Lauren and I said, hey, here are some things that I think I can do for you guys. Yeah. And it would help me. It would help you. Yeah. And I convinced them to go with it. Awesome. And so summer of 2021, I did a part-time internship with them, did some some stuff on the business side, on the marketing side, but also helping with uh, the summer camp and yeah. soccer camp and all of the things that we do in yeah. the summer. That's great. And then finished my degree. Spent a year in New York. Yeah. And it was like every two or three months I would get a text or I would have I would come home and have coffee with Lauren and she would she kept putting this bug in my ear about, you know, yeah. come work for us. And <laughs> yeah. for most of that time it was it would just be a part time opportunity. Okay. But then as I got closer to coming back, uh she she called me and she said, hey, we have this grant through University of Illinois mm -hmm. and there's going to be full time hours available. Wow. And so. Go since, Illinois. Right. I the like Bronx it. To yes. Yes. Right. yes. Right. right. <laughs> and so since I moved back the beginning of July, I've been there full time. Okay. okay. Yeah. So do you do you miss New York City? 
Do you miss the I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) There's times I do and there's times I don't. Yeah. I will get these random itches. Like, I just want to ride the subway. Yeah. Or I just want to, you know, just being able to walk outside and you just walk through the city and there's just so much around you. Yeah. There's times I miss that. But, like, this morning when I did the remote start on my car and I just jumped in and I drove here and it took seven minutes. That's um, not happening in New York City. I didn't miss New York this morning. Yeah. That's great. That's That's great. So what are some of the unique challenges that you guys are facing right now at the Hope Center in your ministry? Uh, I think one that's probably not just right now but is ongoing Mm -hmm. is just trauma that's Mm -hmm. present with Mm -hmm. a lot of the – lives of the kids and the the families that we work with, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. trauma of all sorts of Mm -hmm. different types and figuring out what's the most effective way to to help, to bring healing, to bring hope to the kids and the families Mm -hmm. that we work with. Mm -hmm. And we believe there is healing available through Jesus and through mental health type services Mm -hmm. and social Mm -hmm. work Mm -hmm. and and all of that, that God wants to, wants to do that. But yeah, I, as you sent that email with yeah. that question. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. the thing that came to my mind mm-hmm. was just the the trauma that so, is yeah, present. So you're engaging with kids of all different ages, helping them with their after school homework and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, and then I guess you're having these conversations, and it's not about math and you no, know adding not and always. subtraction. <laughs> it, it goes on to what's going on at home, right? At home, at school, school just yeah. in in all facets right. of life, right. um, yeah. because we have a holistic approach to what we do, Good. and yeah. so yeah. we want to yeah. look at the whole person and see what what's needed there mm-hmm. and how to just love the kids. I feel like loving them is a really important part of what mm-hmm. we do. Just yeah. showing them unconditional love, that this is a safe place, mm-hmm. that you are welcome, that you are accepted here, that no mm-hmm. one's going to mistreat you or hurt mm-hmm. you, yeah. that we're going to mm-hmm. we're gonna love on you and mm-hmm. hopefully provide a safe, peaceful context mm-hmm. where they can just be kids mm-hmm. and <laughs> mm-hmm. experience God and experience what he has for them in life. Mm-hmm. And so what are some needs that come along with that, that like a listener could say, I could, I could help with that. What, what physical needs do you have that someone could help you with? Well, one, one thing is just presence, like uh-huh. people who have time in uh-huh. their schedule to yes. come and volunteer. Okay. So you're and, taking volunteers to right. come and yeah, you're be right. there. And, you're yeah. around. Yeah. So okay. some, some churches or organizations will come and they'll just help a soccer camp in the mm-hmm. summer or gotcha. they'll just help with this or that. Right. But there's an ongoing need for those who have an hour or a couple hours a week, maybe, mm-hmm. or yeah. what have you to come out and love kids. And mm-hmm. you don't really need to have any experience with children. <laughs> you do need to love kids. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. And have uh, the patience that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, we do some training as well for those who want to who want yeah. to serve, but yeah, what about financial volunteers. needs? This is a time of the year that a lot mm-hmm. of people are planning year in giving. Right. What, yeah, what, so. what would you say to that? <laughs> yeah. We'd Other love than that. give. Right? <laughs> I mean, right. We'd love to right. have people right. partner with us right. financially. Now, yeah. I know right. what you mean. Right. A lot of people look at year end giving right. and right. we have year end givers mm-hmm. yeah. who give a one-time donation as well yeah. as uh, monthly, yeah. monthly donors as well. So we'd love yeah. to have people give. You could give through our website. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, f- look us up on Facebook. You can give that way as well, or mail us a check. Our address is on both of those platforms. Now, your support does it come mostly from individuals, from businesses, from churches? Uh, you know, you <laughs> talked about the grant from the U of I. I mean, right. how does that play out? Yeah, it's a combination of all yeah. of <laughs> yeah, all of those. We get local yeah. grants okay. as well from local foundations. Okay, but yes, individuals, churches, okay, community organizations, uh, excellent businesses. We get donations from a 
a but, wide variety of sources. Now, something that was really good for me is, and I think it was the first year I was here that Serve Together was happening. It may have been the second year, but um, I was on the prayer team, and we came by to pray over the different leaders, and I got to see the entire operation, and it's impressive, man. It really is. What, what, what you guys have, what you're able to do, there's people listening Maybe they're a part of a mission team at a church. Maybe mm -hmm. they're just a family that wants mm -hmm. to invest as a family. Mm -hmm. Do you do tours? Do you yes. show people around? <laughs> What's the best way to make that happen? Uh, people could either call us or email us. Okay. And yeah, hopecenterdanville.org or hopecenterdanville okay. on Facebook are the best ways to okay. look us up. But yeah, we'd love to yeah. show people around. And um, April of last year is when the Housing Authority has given us our new space, which is probably what you're referring to, which yeah. is way better than oh, yeah. what we had before. So we're very grateful for that yeah. partnership and uh, expanded office space, storage yeah. space, It was impressive, space. yeah. About absolutely. how many kids do you service in a year? Oh, in a year? I mean, I don't, well, through everything, it could be a hundred or more okay. in the the course of a year. Gotcha. On a on a weekly basis, mm -hmm. twenty five to twenty five to thirty probably okay. through all of our different programs. Mm -hmm. But during the summer, when we do like bigger things sure. like a soccer camp or vacation Bible school, sure. we could have like fifty kids at yeah. soccer camp and. We've had vacation Bible schools yeah. upwards of 100 kids. Yeah. Wow. At, Man, that's great. Time. Yeah. That is yeah. great. Hey, Morgan, I have a question for you. You've been working on and off with Hope Center for a couple of years now. What have you learned just doing this ministry, maybe about yourself, maybe about the, the need here in Danville? What are some of the lessons you've learned? Oh, so many. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, give us a couple. I have learned a lot just from watching Nathan and Lauren okay. and just the way that they do ministry. Okay. Okay. Learned a lot about servant leadership. Yeah. And yeah. just about, it's so important to get to know your community. Yeah. And especially with them, like they're, they're just very inspiring to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's not a lot of people who are going to intentionally move to that part of Danville. Right. But they right. did because they are fully invested in the community. Yeah. And so they've taught me a lot just about getting to know your community. Yeah. You know, don't just be clock in, clock out. Right. To community. All in. Be all in. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I think that's the biggest thing that, that kind of reminds me of last week when we had Linda Darby and yeah. Deanna, um, Witzel. Deanna Witzel talking yeah. about younger yeah. people getting involved and yeah. investing in their community. Yeah. So I, Nathan, I would say you're fairly young. I mean, you got some gray hair. Yes, I do. <laughs> Morgan, you're definitely young. <laughs> yeah. And you're not from this area. I mean, you're from Indiana, but to yeah. say I'm going to move from the New York City to yeah. Danville. Yeah. I mean. Yeah that's thank not, you yeah that's not typical yeah. right and so why did you do that why did you want to be in danville i kind of knew before i went to new york that danville was where i wanted to be why and i think part of it is just being involved in the hope center and i yeah. think that there is a lot of hope for danville and i think i just see so many people you know ju not just the hope center but mm -hmm. organizations all over town mm -hmm. and churches and ministry and and individuals who are doing really great things mm -hmm. for the yeah. kingdom. Mm -hmm. And yeah. mm -hmm. for me, I just feel like Danville is the place to be. Like, I feel like we are on the verge of revival. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I just want to be, I want to be here to see it, you mm -hmm. know, and I want to be part of it. And how old That's are you? Great. 
I'm 26. 26. Yeah. yeah. That's Love very it. cool. That's very good cool. stuff. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing I'd throw out as we begin to land this plane of an interview is there's a lot of churches that are in this mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. and a lot of the churches have mission teams or a mission focus, and they're making a huge impact. I mean, our church, we support <laughs> missions in Africa mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. all over the mm-hmm. world, India, all mm-hmm. over the world. This is a mission right here in our community. Right. This is our Jerusalem in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I would just challenge the the churches of our listening area. If you're not invested in a mission, in a ministry here in Danville, mm-hmm. Hope Center is a great place mm-hmm. to start. Absolutely. Whether it's a one-time gift, you know, maybe a Christmas offering, or whether it's that monthly support, or whether it's the volunteers, yes, you right. know, just saying, you know, here I am, I want to come. I don't have money to give, mm-hmm. but I want to come and mm-hmm. invest my life. I think it's just a huge, mm-hmm. huge blessing yeah. when that happens. So, hey, one more time, people want to know more about Hope Center. How can they find information? HopeCenterDanville.org, or you can look us up on Facebook. Just search for Hope Center in Danville as well on there. One of my favorite questions, how can we pray for you guys? How can we pray for your families? How can we pray for the ministry? Mm. What's on your heart? Well, pray for peace for us as well. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Internally with uh, the stress and the the bustle of this time of year. We can pray for our family. Okay. For that, just to have peace and rest, yeah. and then pray for our ministry that we would be the hands and feet of Jesus and do the work Amen. that He's called us to, and stay faithful and not um, not turn our turn our back on Him or yeah or yeah. Uh, grow weary in yeah. doing what He's called us to. That's great, Morgan. You want to chime in? Anything else? I would echo that, and okay. just to speak to what Nathan said about dealing with a lot of trauma. There's just a lot of darkness uh, in our community. Yeah. And leaves us vulnerable yeah. to spiritual attacks as well. That's and so right. just pray protection for our families, you know, the families of our students and yep. for them for protection and and then just for us as well. It's a great reminder. Jesus is the light of the world, right. right? He's our hope. Yes. So, well, hey, Nathan and Morgan, thanks for taking time this morning during this busy month mm-hmm. to come and join us on Direct Line. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 8th, and we'll be right back after this. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. You know it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. 
Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie with Greg, who just made one of the most sexist comments ever of all time. We're discussing coffee choice. Thank you choice. for sharing that with all of the Direct Line audience. Well, I think they should know. So your comment was... Well, let's give some context. You're grabbing <laughs> coffee with Morgan. After, And yeah. you were telling her how to order your coffee. I like it strong. Lots of... With lots of cream. Lots of cream. Yes. And I said, maybe someday you'll learn to drink your coffee like a man. <laughs> Black. <laughs> and you didn't care for that comment. No. Garrett, what do you think? Garrett, I want to have you jump in on this. I'm I'm more of a fan of, of all the sugar and yeah, coffee that yeah, I can get. Yeah. So Okay. And you're a man. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. I'm gonna keep well, drinking my coffee the let, way I want it. Let so. me apologize to all the direct line listeners that don't drink their coffee. <laughs> uh just black coffee. My wife would be like you. She uh has, you know, a little bit of coffee with her cream and one sugar. One of my every favorite morning. things, and I know this sounds stupid, but one of my favorite things is the first thing I do when I get up to yes. pour my coffee and to pour the hat. It has to be half and half. Yes. And I love to watch the swirl. Yeah. I love yeah. the swirl. It makes me happy it's to see small it. Things. It's the small things. It's the small things. things. Yeah. So. Hey, and we hey. could not do this yes. without... Well, they're not small things. They're big things. They're big Our things. sponsors, yes, and we appreciate yes. them so much. We're thankful for Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, for Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. And McDonald's almost always gets yes. my swirl right. I, in I tell coffee, you, so. I love Mad Goat. I'm a mm-hmm. Mad Goat yeah, guy. That's where I'm headed. But my this. favorite coffee, when someone says, Greg, where do you yeah. want to drink a cup of coffee? It's McDonald's. And I consume a whole bunch of McDonald's coffee. Yep. I just love it. Um, so there you go. With cream. Way to go. Lots uh, of cream. Hot for me. and black is the way I want it. <laughs> Lots right. of okay. strong black coffee. But right. anyway, Let's move on. Um, can I talk a little bit about Christmas at Second? I know we yeah. talked a little bit about it, but I, I wanted to just share a little bit about some of the messages mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. will hear this year. And I want to remind people, we love in-person worship, mm-hmm. but we do still continue with online worship. And I, I had a, a note from someone this week that's battling an illness, mm-hmm. and they said, man, I'm just so thankful because of online, I'm able to stay right. connected with my church. They were they were commenting on uh, the message, Waiting Well. Yes. We looked at Simeon and Anna in the skill of waiting well, this week we're looking at the Magi, mm-hmm. and we're going to sing a really great Christmas <laughs> hymn, We Three Kings. I hear you're going to throw me under the bus Well, maybe, after not, we sing maybe it. not you, but you know, know, we don't know that there's three. They yeah. certainly weren't kings, and they weren't from the Orient. But other than <laughs> we're that, sing it anyway. it's a great song. It really is a good song. It really has a great message yeah. behind it. But it's funny, the um, I guess the myths that develop. You know, there are three gifts that are mentioned right. in the text. Gold, but no, nowhere does it say that they were kings. Kings, well, why you know? don't I change it instead of singing "We Three Kings"? We'll say those <laughs> those few guys from the, the astronomers somewhere. and astrologers. Yeah, yeah probably. Maybe not. I can work that I, in. I just keep the song as it is. You want but me we, to? We okay. will have a little fun. With okay, it. go ahead. And then in uh, two weeks on uh, December 18, I guess a week and a half, we're going to look at a Christmas text that most people don't think is a Christmas text. 
is from the book of Revelation. Right. And in really six verses, John tells not just the Christmas story, but the story of Jesus. Right. And uh, the great thing about it is the word dragon yes. appears. I will have to say, your predecessor, Drew Menzer, yes. did this yes. uh, a few years ago, yeah. and it was probably one of his top sermons. Yeah. He had so many comments. Yeah. I remember Judy Reese. I yeah. don't know if you know Judy yeah. Cletus, but yeah. Judy Reese was yes. overwhelmed by yeah. that. Never. Re- I guess we haven't really heard that about the dragon well, in the manger. Well, most people are scared of the book of Revelation, yeah. is what I would yeah. tell you. And I think some people are, um, they're too into the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. and they're, they're looking at the book of Revelation through the lens of world events today. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you have to understand with the book of Revelation, there's as much history mm-hmm. as there is prophecy mm-hmm. in the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's another conversation for another time. But I do think Revelation 12 gives us a unique mm-hmm. look at Emmanuel, God with us. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where that goes. Well, I appreciate your sermons. And I, I, I really appreciated last week the skill of waiting well. We don't wait we don't. very well. We don't. <laughs> Patience and, and waiting is difficult sometimes. And sometimes you wait a long time for things yep. in your life and that never yep. happen. Yep. And You're right. You're it's right. hard. I so. fail regularly at waiting well. Mm-hmm. But every time I read that text, mm-hmm. I'm reminded it's a skill I need to master. I thought Simeon and Anna were married. Oh, no. What's wrong with oh, me? Oh, no. Why no, did no, I no, think no. they were married? Because they're tied together in the text. But, oh, Oh, no, I no. didn't realize that yeah. until last week. Anna, um, it's speculated she had been a widow for over 60 years. Think about that. Think about being a widow yeah. for 60 yeah. years. Think about how hard the life of a widow was in the first Especially century world, yeah. you know, and right. uh, they're, they're exceptional examples mm-hmm of the faith mm-hmm. from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love yeah. the text. Yeah. Hey, sports. I want to talk sports for just a minute. All do you right. care about the World Cup? I do not. Well, the World Cup quarterfinals <laughs> are upon us, and there's eight teams left. Netherlands, Argentina, Croatia, Brazil, England, France, Morocco, and Portugal. And on direct line, December 8th, Stephanie, who is your prediction to be the World Cup champion? Morocco. You're saying Morocco. Yeah. Garrett, um, have you jump in here? I don't know if you're a World Cup guy or not, but do you have a prediction on who's going to win the 2022 World Cup. Uh, I don't watch uh, soccer, football. Okay. It doesn't they're, matter. They're Just take a guess. Yeah, but yeah. I think so, I think I'm going to go with France. France? Okay. You <laughs> stole my thunder. That's where I was going to go. But, um, yeah, I just think it's fun this time of the year. I watch soccer once every four years. It's when the World Cup happens. I and watched so, it on Tuesday when I was at Tacos in Nuevas. There you go. Cheap tacos, there you go. And Morocco won. There you so go. So that's why I'm going with it. There you go. Okay. Hey, congratulations to the University of Illinois football team. They're going bowling. For the first time in yeah. a couple of years, but they're going to Florida for a bowl game for the first time. I think you in, should go. Oh, I think you I'd should talk Marla into yeah. it. Yeah, Tampa. Just get on a plane and go down there. Tampa, that's near your yeah. uh, family, right? Yeah. yeah. I did look at plane tickets after you and I talked. Yeah. And, uh, I don't think I'm spending five hundred dollars <laughs> on a plane no? ticket, and I'm certainly not driving for a for a football game. You know, it's hmm. one thing okay. if you have kids there, but anyway, will and it then, be televised? Will you get to watch it? Oh yeah, oh okay. absolutely. Okay. And then um, the Chicago Bears—they keep who? losing. The who? The Chicago Bears, oh, my oh. favorite football team. They oh, keep okay. losing, okay. but Garrett, I would say by losing, they're winning. Yes, absolutely. They're gonna they're gonna lose. I I hope they lose the rest of their games. That's right. And they're gonna get a good dra- yeah. draft pick. Yes, they're gonna address their uh, offensive line and defensive line needs in the free agency because they're going to have the most money out of any team. Absolutely. It's going to be a big step forward. Next Absolutely. Year. I'm sorry, but I, I think it's odd to say my team, I'm hoping that they lose <laughs> yeah, I know. the rest it's of odd. their games. But, but by losing, whatever. they're winning. And okay. there's actually a spiritual lesson in there, but I'll Is save there? that for The first shall time. be last and the last shall be first, maybe? Yeah, exactly. That's right. Know. You okay. die to self and live for Christ, but that's another story <laughs> for another time. A bit too far a little bit. Bears, a little bit. Hey,
Hey, good news segment on the way out the yeah. door. Stephanie, thank you. And thank you to everybody from our staff and church that was part of a reenactment <laughs> of the nativity scene on Sunday for the Women's Care Clinic Client and Family Christmas Party. One of your wise men afterwards said, I did not realize that the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Christmas story was a comedy. That, I know. It, wait, there was <laughs> a lot of laughs, was. wasn't there? That's but right. I'm going to tell you, the youngins, they yeah. were eating it up. Yeah. We've never had Alvin, Simon, and Theodore in the manger before. My favorite was an Olivia put Alvin, yes. Simon, and Theodore but in the manger. But I just loved hanging out with those families, and it's a reminder. Uh-huh. We heard about the Hope Center today, the yeah. great work that they do. Yeah. The Women's Care Clinic yep. does a great work. We're just really blessed. There's a lot of good things happening yes. in Danville, and yes. Jesus loves Danville. Yes, yes, yes. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, hey, Steph, thank you. Garrett, mm-hmm. thanks. And uh, next week, we're going to be blessed to have uh, Brian Carpenter and Daniel Chappell from oh, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes right, with us. Good. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week. Have a great week.